Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Dan. Hey, Pagan. Did you know that you can support the Reflare podcast? What? You can do that? But how? Oh, Dan, it's easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash the Reflare podcast forward slash support, or click the link in the show notes to support from as little as $1 a month. Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm going to go right now. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Replayer Podcast. I'm Dan Morris, your host this week, and of course, with my lovely co-host, Pagan. Hey, hello. Hey, Pagan. Hi. And joining us this week, we have the lovely Letitia and Hannah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, the, the tiny <laughs> Hannah with a soft-spoken. Hi. Tiny Hannah. Hey. <laughs> Gotta stay true to the branding, right? I yeah, feel like really anytime I, I see Tiny, I see Hannah on chat or anything, I'll be like, Tiny! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just like a wall on chat with like, Tiny's here, Tiny! It's, it's the most always adorable tiny. Yeah, I know. Tiny. Blame it's Troy for that tiny. one. Yeah, sure. but like, it'll be flooded in big letters. So it's tiny, but in massive letters. So I find that <laughs> I quite it. funny. I swear to God, every single time we talk, I'm so reminded of like when we were in Manchester and you came up and Troy saw you and he was like, where have you where been? Have you been all day? <laughs> like, where have you been all day? And you were like, I'm sorry. And you're so small next to him as well. He's so tall. Oh, that was great. Crazy. Good I mean, time. Troy's good tall time. compared to a lot of people, so... It's true. It's very true. <laughs> I think he's like a whole foot taller than yeah. me or something stupid I'd, like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never met Dan in person, but Dan seems pretty tall. I'm the same height as Troy. There you go. See? That's <laughs> tall. <laughs> That's very tall. <laughs> very tall. You see me next to Brandy, right? Like... <laughs> no. Actually, I haven't. Because you've both been sitting every time I've seen you. So, But even I'll... sitting, like her head's down here. Like, it's nah. hard to keep her in frame with me. <laughs> well, yeah, actually a little bit, yeah. Anyways. If I, if I was sat next to you right now, I probably would not be on the screen. I would probably like, just... Like, the top it. of your head would be, like, <laughs> down here. Like peeking That's over. what it would be like. <laughs> well, anyways, just to get rolling on to meeting our replayer guest this week, uh, Leticia is her first time on the show. Hannah's a return guest, but she wasn't here when we were doing our little replayer questionnaire. So I'm going to get right into it. We're going to ask some questions. I'm going to throw out the question, and then I'll ask each of you to answer, and we'll go back and forth so we can learn a little bit about you guys. So first question is, what's your introduction to gaming? Like, where was the first time you played a game or where you really started getting into gaming? And I think we'll start with Leticia on this one. Ooh, okay. Um, so, uh, but like back when I was sort of about like four or five years old I'd sort of go to my cousin's house a lot and he would be playing like a lot of the Sonic and Mario games and like we'd have a lot of fun like I wasn't particularly too close to my cousin before that and it kind of made us more like 
friends as well as obviously family um and now my dad moved out he got a playstation 2 and there's a lot of good games on the playstation 2 <laughs> so me and my sure sister, is. there are so many and like me and my sister would go over to his place every weekend we'd play loads of games and it was very much a family activity and sort of since then because i've enjoyed playing games with my family so much i'm just like well i want to have this experience all the time so i've been doing that very for a long time now i've <laughs> been doing it ever since <laughs> that is nice nice so that your family buy you a console after that um so like back in the day like we'd have the family playstation 2 and then we had the family playstation 3 we're playstation gamers <laughs> and then sort of uh-huh. when i went to yeah, it's a good console mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when i went to uni i got my own ps4 and it felt kind of weird like it being my own console and not like the family thing so i can't sort of message my sister and be like hey have you played this cool ps4 game oh wait you don't have one because <laughs> then i'd feel mean <laughs> but yeah P- playstation owns my soul <laughs> all right so uh, how about you hannah um, so I feel like the first time I played a game was with my dad because he had one of the um, NES um, things, one of the Nintendo Entertainment Systems. I think that's what they NES called. Yep, NES, <laughs> oh, like, NES thing. Yep, NES thing. Um, what are they called? Um, but yeah, he had the Super Mario games, so I used to watch him do those, and then I'd be like, "Let me have a go, let me have a go," and I'd end up killing him by like jumping off the side of the level or something. <laughs> um, and then after that it was just like the sort of family consoles so like the Wii and stuff like that and then yeah. eventually when I went to high school I ended up getting an Xbox 360 so I had a few things on that and I really got into The Walking Dead, Telltale The Walking Dead so I played all of those and then I ended up moving on to PlayStation and I got The Last of Us and the Uncharted stuff and here we are <laughs> we have <laughs> nice. I'm a PlayStation junkie now Yes, very good. The club. <laughs> That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, question two. Then this might be an easy, easy, easy question because you guys already said it. What's your preferred platform? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> yeah, After three. One, two, three. PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I believe that's two for me, Beth. If you're still keeping count, um, we'll see. We'll see where you guys case. all sit in a, in about a year or so, and then all you're right. be like, "All right, Mr. Xbox I'm Series X." <laughs> I say that, but I I've been a PlayStation fan my whole life. I just yeah. prefer Xbox now, and I still think the PlayStation Two was one of the best consoles of all time. I have a massive library of PlayStation Two games that I Same. have fond, fond, fond memories for. So I will. I never truly hate the PlayStation. I just like to give it shit. So anyways, <laughs> the next question is, do you have a favorite game? And I know this is a tough one. You can be, if it's hard to be super general or specific, I mean, you can be a little bit more general and kind of say if it's a franchise or give us like your top three, whatever you can do to narrow it down. And we'll start with Hannah on this one. Um, well, I'd say it's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's pretty easy for me. It's The Last of Us because that was the first game that I think properly moved me. And when I played that game, I was I was in like a weird headspace and there were things that I found in that, like the giraffe moment. There were things like that that, you know, it made me think like, you know, things are going to be okay. 
times may be bad right now the world may be going to shit but it's going to be all right there are good things out there so that really resonated with me and yeah i don't think any other game can can beat that nice. can beat that a, feeling i just had a thought i want to ask kind of like to everybody in this moment too because we've had a lot of female guests on the show there's a lot of female replayers and a lot of them say that the last of us is one of their favorite games and i just in that moment of you talking about it, i started to wonder if it's a like a, a father figure to daughter connection thing yeah that's it could be it could be because it, it is nice to see that development between joel and ellie but i think it's just really cool as well seeing a strong female character in a game because mm-hmm. apart from like lara croft how many others are there i mean i'm not too much of a gamer so i don't know of many there's probably loads but there's a lot of female see, like, protagonists out there's there there's definitely but the, a yeah. lot of female protagonists but i yeah. think there is something I don't, I don't know. There's something something special about Ellie. I don't know. And <laughs> Ellie special is special, Ellie. and there's that relationship that she develops with Joel and the bond that they create. I feel like that speaks very heavily to female gamers. Not to mm-hmm. say it didn't to me, but I think it's especially so, and that's why we get so many of our yeah. you know, female replayer guests on here talking about The Last of Us. Yeah, but I feel like as well, because well, it's like Ashley was saying, you know, she's so proud of this character and like it's for the outcasts the misfits all of that when she accepted an award for her performance as, as ellie yeah. left behind Saw and that. like that's what i felt like too i felt like i was the kid that didn't fit in i was the kid that didn't have many friends so to sort of have a figure in a game that was kind of like me but more badass that was that was cool <laughs> so you personally relate to ellie on a deeper yeah. level yeah. yeah understandable and but she's a lot cooler show? Um, um, because I'm very indecisive um, I'm going to say two Um, so the first one is probably the uh, Ratchet and Clank series because that was the series that I grew up with that sort of made me the gamer that I am now like the the first Ratchet and Clank game was one of the first games that we completed as a family and then like since then we got every single one on release day and like played them all as a family to see how the series developed um it sounds very personal to me um it's a very one... acceptable answer because <laughs> damn Ratchet and clanks for like one of the best game franchises yeah, made and it's, it's such a gamey game like such a gamey game <laughs> right yeah, it's un- like you know not like the the ungamey games <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there's a lot guys, of ungamey know? games nowadays though so i mean yeah well. true, but back then <laughs> um, and the other one is the uncharted series um i live and breathe those games um at university i was known as the uncharted girl um because i would talk about them non-stop i have all the platinum trophies in them i wrote an essay about them when i did a film degree but mm. I, I made it work so it's fine me wow. wearing the, the ring and I've got nice. an Uncharted shirt on as well. I've noticed, <laughs> and I was going to say something, and I thought, if I am wrong, <laughs> like, this would be really like, awkward. Like, uh, like yeah, I've, I've got a little Uncharted shirt. merch. <laughs> it's, it just a, like that, yes. it's just a generic shirt that says Uncharted 4 on it, but okay. I like it. <laughs> Is it um, red? Yes. Yeah. So you can't tell because you're lighting. The, so. With uh, Francis like, Drake's ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the red shirt and the dark hair. You remind me of Chloe at the moment. Same. Maybe I should cosplay as Chloe someday. 100% yes, we are down for this. Right we will now. hook you up with Dean. He is an amazing yes. Nathan. Get together. I actually <laughs> um, actually spoke to Dean not too long ago about doing a cosplay, like 
when conventions are allowed yes. to be a thing again mm. because I'm I'm known as Marlo. So I thought we could do a Marlo and Nate kind of standoff. Ooh, yes, should be, that would be cool. <laughs> I'm down I, for it. Sign me up. I was yeah, thinking about doing a Nathan, uh, a Nathan drink cosplay myself a while back before all the nonsense happened. I was looking I into like ordering stuff and I have like the buckle, I have the necklace, mm-hmm. I have all those things already. I was just going to have to like buy some generic, you know, Drake style clothing. Yeah. yeah. And where are you with that though? Like, are you still interested in doing it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just, just so can't after do the anything yet. Stuff, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah like nolan knows me as like the marlo i mean i'm kind of close and we're in like a baseball <laughs> oh, that's cool. right now <laughs> yeah it's true that's true yeah uh, so yeah uncharted is very very special to me for nice. a lot of reasons <laughs> nice. good answers. yeah i was gonna say good good answers everybody. <laughs> there are so no wrong placing. answers here except there definitely is <laughs> there are wrong answers that you, we there get are wrong answers as soon as chat immediately. yeah i was gonna say the same things like you will just get a cold end <laughs> your camera yeah, just shuts down well, um, my favorite game is my name is mayo which is the easiest platinum ever and all you do is tap a jar of mayo ten thousand times <laughs> oh my god i've heard of wait that hold now. on is that an actual game for platinum i will do it <laughs> You can get it on like the PS4 and the Vita, so you can I get two platinums have in one. <laughs> one platinum from playing the Telltale games, which I'm super proud of. Obviously, it's super hard to achieve. Um, it's super rare. Um, so yeah, maybe I might double yeah, that, like that Mayo game just to get a cheap platinum. Be like, one people have that platinum. Yeah, perfect. Super rare, ultra rare, then. ultra rare, exotic rare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, moving on, uh, the next question we have is, uh, what game or games are you looking forward to that we know of that are coming out? And I'm still going to include The Last of Us as an exclusion. You can't say The Last of Us 2 because I'm giving that as a given. I'm assuming. Yeah, we're all excited we're for We're all that. looking it's forward to that game. Yeah. Like six weeks time or whatever. And we talk about The Last, enough, Last of Us enough on this show. <laughs> Why don't you kick us off on this one, Letitia? Um, oh, gosh. Um, most of the games I was excited about in 2020 have kind of already come out like doom eternal and far fantasy 7 um i will say i'm very intrigued by cyberpunk though um mm, when i went yeah, to EGX, yeah when i went to ejx last year like i saw their like 45 minute presentation where they're like here's all this cool stuff in the game and it made me a lot more interested than i was like back at e3 when they were just showing trailers and stuff like mm. it feels like one of those games that you could just sink hours into without realizing so i'm pretty sold on that at the moment very agreed yeah i think with that yeah game it will looks be great like the, the next it fallout does. three for me like you just lose yourself in it for like mm. 800 hours yeah oh, i, I love awesome. the fallout games too so <laughs> you have good taste uh, hannah <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to think <sighs> yeah like my brain was stuck on the last of us so yeah. I'm now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> poor hannah she had like the carpet ripped under like just be like oh shit that She's was like, my answer just said the last of us was my favorite game so two is clearly my answer <laughs> no thanks a lot dan um, <laughs> but um is it dirt five that's coming out i know yeah it was the end of yeah, the, the year yeah it's quite interesting i watched the little trailer on twitter for that the other day when um like nolan and troy retweeted it so have you played any of the cool. dirt games ever I haven't. But... So the only reason you're interested in Dirt 5. <laughs> it could genuinely be really interesting for Hannah. 
first time. Let me give you a little exactly. I played the original Dirt game on Xbox 360 when it was an Xbox exclusive back in like 2006. I remember that coming out, the Dirt game, the original Dirt game. I'm not a big fan of racers. I suck <laughs> at anything so. in a car. That is why I will not really, I'm not looking forward to playing that Arkham game that has it. Isn't that uh, Arkham Knight, I think, right? With, oh, with the Batmobile? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, don't try and test my coordination with the car. Stop that. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't do racing games either. I get can't way do it. too aggressive. I'm a fan of racing games. The Are funny you? thing is, Oh, I play a lot of racing games, actually. I, what? I'm a, really? I'm a, I'm a secret car nerd. Like, I really like cars. I have, you know, I have a motorcycle license, too, and I, I had I a know this about you. I know so this I, about I you. I didn't know that you're a car nerd, though. <laughs> News to us. Oh, okay. A little bit. I play a bunch of racing games. I'm really into, like, the Forza games on Xbox. I actually, that trailer for Dirt, when they first showed it on the Inside Xbox preview, I thought was a new Forza game. And then it was like, Dirt. And I'm like, oh, it's it's dirt. <laughs> it looks just like the Forza Horizon game. So they basically oh. said, "We're gonna do what they're doing." Well, there you go. If it working, it's if it's working for them, why not? Eh? Share, nice. the, share the love. <laughs> if anything, it brings a Forza Horizon game to PlayStation, so you guys get to enjoy the joy that no. is Forza Horizon. <laughs> no. No, we don't. We, we clearly sound interested in. in yeah. No. To be fair, I can see where like Hannah is coming from. If it's a new experience and you've never really tried something like that, and to be yeah. fair, the trailer is interesting. Yeah. The, the trailer yeah, is like it. okay. It looks cool. if, yeah. If I was into mm. racing games, I'd be like, oh, this is exciting. But I am not. Mm. I am more well, like Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the closest thing I've seen to that is like Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing, which are like the basic things. So yeah. something like this is yeah. is new for me. It's not new for many people, but it's new for me because I yeah. don't play a lot. Well, that's mm. good, Hannah. It gives you something to like look forward to that's a new mm. experience completely. Mm-hmm. I will say something that that game is doing that's unique was the whole notion that um, Troy is going to be a uh, protagonist in the game and Nolan is going to be an antagonist. antagonist yeah. So there's some cool. sort of uh, rivalry situation that they're establishing for a narrative within that game on top of the fact that it's a rally cross dirt racing game. Yeah. Nice. Looks really good. Mm. So pretty interesting. So last question for you guys. I'm going to alter this slightly a little bit. What game would you like to see played in retro replay? Like when they're back on the couch or if they ever do it from a virtual standpoint. Mm. So think of what you generally see on retro replay for what the guys are generally playing. Ooh, that's a really tough one. It is. A, it's a very it tough question to be fair. Cause mm. a lot of the stuff they play is older than me. So True. I don't know True about that. it. Well, is there anything um, from your childhood that you'd like to see them play? Like, do you remember playing anything PlayStation one, PlayStation two era? It could that be like, PlayStation mm. two, you know, it could be. Nah. Yeah. We yeah. yeah. or GameCube. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have any of that. So, um, oh god, I don't know. God, Hannah, if you about... if you don't somehow have something from like the childhood era, like from PlayStation Two or PlayStation uh, One, if you have something that's like three or four that you think they'll probably enjoy playing on the show, or something that you'd like to see, like Nolan or Liam or someone new play on the show, is there something that that you'd like to see them do? I don't know, because the only sort of thing that I used to play as a kid was like the like all the Mario games. Um, That's great. That, it was like, other than that, it was like a WWE wrestling thing. Conchata <laughs> is screaming right now. She's like, yes! Like, <laughs> like old school Nintendo wrestling games? Yeah. Well, they played nice. that. So yeah, I mean, they could play more wrestling yeah. games on mm. there. 
Yeah, Even just Mario we'll Kart or something like that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that would be quite fun, actually. One mm-hmm. of the old Mario Karts. Yeah. Like SNES mm-hmm. Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> perfect answer to me. There we go. Fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> we vamp enough for you, Leticia. What uh, do you got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, I know it'd be a weird kind of thing to play just because of how long the games are, but I'd really want to see them play a Pokemon game. I'd be interested to see <laughs> if there'd be any kind of strategy or if it would just be a case of attacking the, the other Pokemon until something happens. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd go with the latter. fascinated. <laughs> because I'm playing Pokemon Let's Go, I'm so for this answer. Yes. <laughs> All good. It'd be interesting, like, because I remember sort of the, the Pokemon game that I put the most time into as a kid was Leaf Green. And mm. like I strategized so much with that game. And then now I'm just like, well, I, I know all the Pokemon like the back of my hand. So I had to be Leaf to do Green. already. <laughs> <laughs> but like back then I'd make notes of like all the type advantages and disadvantages and like, okay, so I need these specific moves for this Pokemon and blah blah mm. blah. But now I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I'm <clear>. definitely <laughs> I'm definitely like Pokemon in terms of the Indigo League and Pokemon Yellow. Like, yes, I have so many memories great. of Yellow. <laughs> I I like the like when there was only 150 Pokemon. I was all for this. Then they started <laughs> introducing more and more, and I was like, but but there was only 150. I don't understand. <laughs> and then it just got too much, and like stuff just starts to look silly. Like now I'm playing like Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Go, and I got the app first. I got a, I caught a Pokemon that looks like freaking one of the heads off Easter Island. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, this is where you've got to now. This is what you've done to yourself. Pagan, have you seen? Past 150. In, there's a Pokemon in the new games for Switch, uh, Sword and Shield. There's a Pokemon that's themed after Strawberry Shortcake. It's basically a pile yes. of whipped cream. Like, come on. Oh, there's a T-Pop Pokemon as well because it's set mm-hmm. in Britain and I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> I I'm just, not joking. I'm a, There's a teapot I'm Pokemon. Like a, Look at it. It's adorable. <laughs> I just think like they, they went too far. There's 150 Pokemon. That was perfect. They each had sounds. They each had names. There was a rap at the end of every episode. It's great. It is a flawless oh, system. Old school cartoon. Everything. <laughs> old school cartoon. It's on Netflix. Rewatching the Indigo League without any shame. I, I fucking I love, love it. The old I have series. cried. <laughs> Holy crap. I was watching it the other day and I was not expecting like I came across like um the Charmander episode and then shortly afterwards is like yeah. Butterf- uh, oh my Bye-bye god that Charmander episode <laughs> Dude, no, the, the uh, Butterfree like, one destroys me every time <laughs> the, the emotions I'm so sad and the Butterfree one especially because they do a little montage at the end of like the three yeah. episodes Butterfly you know Butterfree and Caterfree has like been evolved um, in and I was like yeah yep. I'm okay I'm gonna keep it together <laughs> Like because I I know the voice actress who was the original Ash. Like I no I talked to her like so much about it. I'm just like listen. As a child, the Butterfree episode broke my heart. As an adult, <laughs> still breaks my heart. Just as all much. of it breaks my heart. Honestly, just still anytime, broken. Yeah. Anytime Pikachu looks like he's gonna faint or something, or like at the end of battle where like Ash is to rush in and be like, no, that's so sad. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, get it from Pokemon so Center, please. <laughs> I'm way too involved. Anyway, I'm loving the answer. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I'm wondering Yay. if Hannah's lost because she's just like... Yeah, I know, I know nothing about Pokemon. I'm sorry. Hannah, do you I have Netflix? Like I do. Indigo League, Pokemon. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Pokemon, hey, Indigo League. To do. Is so great. There we go. That's yes. my homework. 15, 20-minute episodes. I got you. 
Yeah, everything else after that, it gets way too crazy. <laughs> it gets really weird. There's so like yeah. a bajillion I was, episodes I was say and for like Letitia, a thousand like, Pokemon. <laughs> you had to say Leaf Green because I literally have a Game Boy on my shelf here with Leaf Green in it. It's one of the only Pokemon yes. games that I've ever really played. <laughs> I've played a bunch of Pokemon games, but I usually don't get into them. I usually drop off after a couple hours like, okay, yep, it's a Pokemon game. I'm bored now. I had actually started playing Leaf Green like two or three years ago and I got really into it for a while. And I I don't know, I was like, I cut like, maybe 30 hours into it. And then I had like a gaming session of playing for like a few hours and got like a bunch of levels for my main, which I think was Bulbasaur. Yes, Bulbasaur team. Yeah. And I, having a Game Boy Advance SP, you can close it and it goes into mm. sleep mode. And I put it down and forgot about it. And I came back and it was dead no so i charged it up and turned no. it on and lost like six hours, hours. worth of play oh, and i was like no i'm done playing again <laughs> yay i have a worse story about that um i had pokemon emerald and played through like the whole game got to elite four i got the legendary so that's pretty cool and i was like yeah i'm gonna wipe the floor with this one legendary um didn't realize that my Game Boy was running out of battery, so I was like, okay, I'll quickly save it so then it doesn't like cut out and everything will be fine. Power turned off while I was saving, so I lost, my entire, I lost my entire game. So it corrupted I, the whole save file? Yeah, yeah, so when I booted it back up, it was like, new game. I was like, but I put so much work into this. <laughs> this has it happened to me mid-save and just dies and you're like, yeah. No. <laughs> it's, it's brutal. <laughs> infuriating oh and i've not touched the game since because i had <laughs> such i had such a good team yep. i had a pokemon that had a move that normally that kind of pokemon doesn't have and it was great and then it's lost no, had we haven't gone down a pokemon tunnel like this since james was on the show I know. <laughs> oh, we can go deeper if you want. Uh, James no, we was, need to get moving was the, on. Was the, yeah, James was the Good opposite. Pokemon's so. good. Yeah. We'll have to have a side episode for Pokemon, which Pagan can run because I'm not that I'm, big on Pokemon. Yes, I'm, Pokemon I'm okay with this. As long as it's the original Indigo 150 version, then we're fine. Perfect. You start Perfect. coming at me with Chikoritas or something, I'm like, no. <laughs> all, all the, the ones right All after. the monkeys. <laughs> the slightly different yeah. named monkeys yeah mm. yeah that's like uh, ages down yeah. the line that's like gen 5 <laughs> yeah i have no idea neither does hannah so let's move nope. on to <laughs> uncle noli okay. yeah we'll behave Yay, now <laughs> something you do know uncle noli hannah knows because uncle noli told us he filled I us all full know. of <laughs> tiny hannah knows. i'm stealing tiny hannah bit. give us Give us your advice for this week. What does what does Tiny <laughs> Hannah know? Oh God! Don't go outside. Stay at home. I know we gotta stick together in these times, but from a distance. <laughs> Perfect. Stick together, but you're apart. <laughs> yeah, we're in Perfect. this together, but you've got to stay apart. Stay together a lot from a distance. <laughs> yep. Like it. Brilliant. So you guys have both seen this week's episode of Uncle Nolly, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, wait. Did you have a favorite moment from this episode? I really liked the the very last question, like about Same. the black hole, and then just the silence the with silence. the smirk at the camera, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, I know what you're thinking," because <laughs> I'm thinking Same. the same. <laughs> and it made me realize how dirty my mind can be. 
as soon as he read that question out, I was like, oh no, where is this going? And then it went somewhere completely amazing as well. I'm like, yep. <laughs> like the inner Noli in all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Hannah? Did you have a favorite moment? Um, Taken, did he answer your question this week? He, he did. did. Yeah, I quite like that. I thought that was quite funny. It was cute. It was, yeah, it, it was cute. Yeah. I was I trying to find a question that would like, I don't know, inspire something funny. And yeah. I was like, this is, this is good advice. <laughs> this is really good <laughs> advice. Uh, but you guys, yeah. but when I hear someone like from the community that I know, I'm just like, hey, that's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I heard the advice he was giving, I was just like, oh, for God, no. <laughs> <laughs> So would you, uh, I was going to mention, of course, we had our own pagan had her question answered on this week's episode of Uncle Noli Knows. Is that yeah, your favorite one from this episode, pagan? I mean, he, Nolan drops good advice among joke questions. Um, and this week, like mine was one of the really good advice. And I was like, oh, I actually this is good advice. It's pretty solid. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought he was going to be like, jump off the wardrobe and get a good landing or some shit. Like that's why I thought he was going to go. And he was like, totally logical. And was like, sleep, the sleep of the dead. And then, yeah, that was good. And then where it rights. ended, I was just like, no. <laughs> bang over rights in the next <laughs> have room, room service. service. And have sex. Um, will do uncle Nelly. Will do. Um, but my, my, the laugh of the episode came from the last question from BJ Wizzy. Shout out to Joe yeah. man. That was a funny fucking <laughs> question. What is the black hole? And because it's a legit question as well. It's just because of the context of the show <laughs> makes it so naughty. And you're like, mm. the, don't yeah, do it. Automatically. <laughs> and then I think, I feel like that was the first time for an Uncle Noli moment. We got different music because it's usually yeah. his usual yeah. jazz. And that one was like, it went to like that classical music while he just stares dead on into the <laughs> camera. Like, mm. that was just it, perfect. It actually reminded me of a moment in one of the other episodes where, like, I think Troy said something and uh, Nolan picked it up really dirty and he just, like, silently turned to the camera and was just like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we all got it. Everybody understood oh, yeah. what he's talking mm. about. So this was that kind of moment where I was like, um, <laughs> but I enjoyed that he turned it around to make it a Dublin joke. So, mm. <laughs> job, Uncle Millie. If I had to choose a favorite moment, I'm a little stuck between two. And they're actually not so much jokes in the sense of just like fucking random things that just make you laugh. Like one was the DJ Wezzy part where he's like, I just plugged your YouTube channel. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah. that broke me for a good minute. And the other one was when he was talking about <laughs> peeing in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that a little insight to my personal life. I had a similar conversation not too long ago. And I happened to reference about like trying to go to the bathroom. I can't remember. <laughs> and like how if I so if funny. you're not careful, you turn into like one of those uh bobbing birds with the with the water cups having to try to pee in the toilet. I'll leave the rest of your imagination. Oh, Hannah is just like oh. <laughs> oh my sorry. God. I can imagine though, right? I actually do think that like it must be super hard, no pun intended, but also pun intended but, um, to pee. <laughs> With <laughs> with the direction because look at ladies. I don't know if you're all feeling me on this, but sometimes after we have sex and you gotta go pee, you're there for a while being like, 
when will my body remember how to do this? <laughs> like, I've definitely been like, why can't I remember how to pee? It's because you're, everything's like really tight up there. You're like, it's just not coming. I, I guess I'll just have to wait. It's <laughs> run a very different direction than I expected. So, well, look, we're here now. Thank you, Uncle Nolan. But Uncle Nolan does. Uh, but actually, the part to me that I thought was funniest was just at the end of that race, just like piss. <laughs> yeah. All right, Noli. Just sum it up in one word. Yep. Piss. And Excellent. I'm, I'm, I apologize, Hannah, but you hear it all from Noli already, anyways. So. Ah, it's okay. He's already corrupted me. <laughs> Phrases you can't say out of context. <laughs> yeah. Great. This got way dirtier than I expected, but... It was going to go worse. I was going to say title of your sex tape, but I'll just I'll move on. <laughs> what do we say? We move on to our very different but very special episode of Retro Replay because they're still in quarantine and they can't get to the studio and yes. they run out of episodes. So we got a fun little episode of just live streaming from Nolan's Backyard. You know, live from Nolan North's backyard and Yay. Uncle Noli from quarantine, which was a little rough to start because PJ messed up the mic, but he figured it out eventually. <laughs> the fact we heard... that it was backwards is so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> when it went yeah. upside down was killing me. <laughs> I, I was yeah. laughing out loud to that part. Like, this is the best. <laughs> this is, it, was, it was so perfect. All the little fumbles in the, that episode honestly just like broke my heart laughing it was so funny to have like this idea <laughs> you're focusing your camera <laughs> I am. Uh, but like the, the fact that the microphone was backwards when they were upside down what what broke me was like it was upside down for a while and obviously nolan and liam can't see what's happening so he just they just presume it's fine <laughs> is it fixed is it fixed is it working is it okay is it working <laughs> Oh, it got me good. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I just love moments like that because, like, as a content creator as well, like, it's also very relatable. Like, when things go wrong, it's like, how do I move on from this? How do I fix it? Kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just funny to see how different people, like, respond to that mm. kind of thing going on. Yeah. And I just think, like, they have such a good dynamic and work humor and they're so chill and everything. But, like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like, it's upside down for a whole three minutes. It's fine. Like, I, I think that's fantastic because, like, no one loses their shit. No one's angry about it. It's live content. This is how it goes. It's just funny and, like, make a joke. Yeah, they don't see it as a screw-up like no, no one else does either because no. they're just like, this is funny. We just go with it. Great content. Yep. Yeah. It's just like an on-the-fly thing to, yeah. to work from. Improv, Nolan. We meant to do yeah. that. Yep. Totally. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys have any favorite moments from that besides the uh, the camera debacle? So for me, Uncharted 3. <laughs> I have been waiting for that for so long. I cannot wait to see Nolan play it because that game is very, very important to me. And like mm -hmm. whenever I'd go to conventions to see Nolan, like the first thing we talk about would be Uncharted stuff, primarily Uncharted 3. And yeah, it's it's very important to me. He told me something that he was gonna try and do for it that I don't think I'm allowed to say. Oh, but oh, Nolan, no. if you see this, thank you. <laughs> if it works, thank you. I love you. <laughs> Especially doing it from home, like in quarantine, we'll see if mm. they're able to implement anything that they had planned yeah. originally. True. 
That's what I said. Hannah, what about you? <laughs> um, actually, the whole competition thing, I don't know whether you're going to end up talking about this soon, but the sure. whole competition thing that they mentioned um, with bringing mm. a replayer to California to film an episode with Nolan, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, we were going to definitely talk about some of the, all the announcements that they had within yeah. the show. But that was definitely, I'm sure, super exciting for any replayer watching that was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Chat went wild. Chat definitely picked up pace. <laughs> yeah, it was announced. just like an elevator that was just going up and up and mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Everyone was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that is super interesting announcement I am that I was not expecting from the show ever which mm. is something so strange because like it's not like a super far-fetched idea that could never happen but like i don't know why i just i was never expecting that kind of announcement from them so it was super well, cool and it's super engaging with the community you know as awesome yeah, as it is great. like on to your point pagan like um i can imagine not expecting it especially because it's like it's been troy and nolan on the couch it's yeah. kind of been like their sure. thing that's them together it's we're watching troy and nolan playing these games and now obviously you know we were upset and you know had issues with troy leaving but now his leaving has kind of opened up that possibility mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know i think that seems like the most logical way to look at it is that it's that side of the couch is open and free yeah who are they going to put there why not give an option or a chance for replayers to possibly fill that yeah, sure. spot mm. for like, a day? Yeah, it's like one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but that, you know what? Like, I mean, it's not to say that that idea wasn't checked around when they were all there, when Trey and Nolan were there. Oh, sure. I'm sure mm-hmm. guests for the Retro Replay Thursday shows were, gonna, were going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what an interesting prospect. Um, and very exciting t- to just see that announced. I was like, Hmm. whoa really whoa, wow really? that's amazing wow. like yeah and i just kind of like immediately thought of the community and i was like oh my god this is gonna be so good for everybody and like people are gonna yeah. be involved and like how are they going to run a competition like this still remains Who to be knows? seen but hmm. this is just so exciting and like all of the announcements that they had were super exciting um beside the announcement um re- regarding like new shows and everything the bit of the actual live chat stuff that i really enjoyed was the live uncle no- uncle nilly knows with yes. me that was awesome like it could be an m&m i died i was choking on tea <laughs> i was dead for a minute like that was the funniest thing and then the shout out mistake <laughs> where they got liam in and liam had no idea what the fuck they were doing and what are we Cooper. doing oh god it was so perfect just wonderful just so perfect what a good episode <laughs> mm, i think like a lot of people has already like the sort of wholesome like father-son moment as well like near the yeah. end yeah and like the the mention of like the the lego star wars game sort of brought me back to my childhood as well because i remember playing that with my dad and i was just like i relate to this and ah. it'd be really it'd be really great to see to see that to, like see how they both sort of interact while they're playing the game and sort of them talking about the the memories and the nostalgia that it brings as well so I, th- I think that'd be a really, really fun thing to to see. Yeah, I agree. Nice. I haven't played yes. the Lego Star Wars, but I've played a bit of the Lego Batman with my little sister, and that's quite cool. cool. So it would be cool to see Nolan and Cooper playing a game together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I mean, like we already got a little bit of Cooper on the show before, so we already know like how he can, you know, 
be on stage on camera, whichever. And if mm-hmm. they're playing from home, mm-hmm. it's going to be extra relaxed. And it's just going to be the two of them just improving it up and being goofballs yeah. while playing a really silly game. Cause like Lego star Wars is super silly and all the Lego games for that matter, but especially the older ones yeah. before they added in the dialogue. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like the Lego games kind of, they lost some of their charm when they started implementing in dialogue. the dialogue from the movies. Cause before they, it was ad libbed and it was just grunts and noises and things. Yeah. And they would skew the events of the movies to be more Lego and be more funny and just have these random goofy moments. But now with the newer games, since they take dialogue ripped straight from the movie, they can't play with it as much. They can't uh-huh. alter it the way they used to. Yeah. So I, I look forward to them playing, especially like they Cooper kind of hinted at playing Lego Indiana Jones, which I'm a big fan of Lego Indiana Jones. So that should be fun. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, I think I might've missed that section. I only saw the, like the star Wars section and I love that. Mm-hmm. I've played the Lego star Wars and um, not all of them or anything. I can't remember which one Adam will correct you sometime later if he exists. Um, if but like, exists. if and when he exists, <laughs> when I Google it later and pretend to be him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I have played one and it's just so much fun. Those games were fantastic. Mm. Um, I have played something recently. Um, and like you said, they've ripped like um, the, the audio from the film and it just was right. not as good. And I was like, no, this was not as fun as I thought it would be. Yeah. I, yeah, I like can't even remember what it was. But yeah, I was like, oh, oh, okay. My first um, Lego disappointing game like that would have been uh, Lord of the Rings. Like I was really excited that they were going to do a Lego Lord of the Rings. I, think I was it could have been so Lord happy. Of Rings. And I'm like, yeah. yes, I love Lord of the Rings. I love Lego games. I started playing it and it was like, oh, it's got the dialogue right from the movie. I thought that was really cool at first. And then I realized, okay, all these scenes are like right out of the movie. There yeah. wasn't the humor. There wasn't the silliness. Mm. There wasn't the improvisation that they do. And I'm like, oh, so I'm literally just playing like Lord of the Rings, the movie, the Lego yeah. game. Yeah, I think yeah, it must think- have been that. Yeah, I think like part of the charm of like the older Lego games was that it was very much about the physical comedy and like sort of mm-hmm. the visuals of what's happening. It was very slapstick. Sort of, yeah, how goofy it was and how just abstract a lot of the things are. Doing and a little think... throwback to, I'm sorry to cut you off, Patricia, <laughs> but just uh, like a throwback to my, I just thought of like talking about like Platinums and PlayStation games. I 100%ed the Lego Pirates game on Xbox 360 back in the day, what you would call oh, wow. Platinum on PlayStation. Yeah. It was the only Lego game that I was like, I got to do everything. That, the game was awesome. Nice. And nice <laughs> grindy games to perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, forever. One of the hardest achievements to get in that game was getting like a billion studs, to, like the in-game currency. Yeah. And you had to literally oh. play through the game like a dozen times with a bunch of multipliers on. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds too much work. They're very long. <laughs> but it was fun. Committed. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, Anna. Yeah, even even I haven't perfected a Lego game and I've got like a fair number of Platinums, but I just mm. don't have the patience for them. <laughs> I don't have patience for Platinum. That's why I have uh, the Telltale one. I'm like, cool, great. Perfect. <laughs> My Platinums are the Telltale ones, I think. Yeah, just like Make a flat, I'll just lost legacy. Oh, uh, no. I w- I've not I've not platinum lost legacy, but I should. And Spider Man here is an easy platinum as well. The new Spider Man game, so mm-hmm. I'll uh, yeah. I'll get yeah. right on that. Yeah. I haven't platinum that one. It takes some time. It takes some work. Mm-hmm. It's easy, but it takes time. Yeah, but that's okay. It's a great game too. So yeah, yeah. Meh. So <laughs> we're on the. Sorry, Sorry, I'm just trying to like move on as far move as on. we're yes. already <laughs> on the topic of. Kind of like, uh. 
<laughs> we're talking about the new stuff that was announced on the show. Yeah. So, you know, we've already mentioned that, uh, uh, that Nolan and Cooper are going to start gaming together. We got the announcement that Liam is coming in with Todd Lassance to start a show called Get Good, which uh, from the announcement sounded like it's going to be a live stream of them playing yeah. modern popular games. Yep. Um, which is very exciting that we're going to get something a little bit different. It's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Uh, um, agreed. I yes. would also <laughs> say that if anybody wants to see it right now, they're already there test are, streaming, right? There are test streams on um, Mr. Smarty Pants, I think. Or is it Mr. Sparty Pants? I think it's Spar- Mr. Sparty, Sparty Pants. <laughs> I'm trying to find the link as well. I'm like, come on, buddy. Do well, I can fan for you while you're doing that. <laughs> um, I think it's it's actually on Todd's page. I think it's not on uh, Liam's. I don't think. Mm. Um. Oh, right. Well, there you go. Oh, there he goes. Okay. He was not the first person to pop up when I googled Todd Lassance. I was like, <laughs> why not? Uh, let's see. Mister, yeah, songs. you're right. Mister Sparty Pants. S P A R T Y P A N T S. Mister Sparty Pants. And you can have a look at uh, Get Good, where they were playing. I think some Warzone. Mm-hmm. um recently as well so if you want to have a look at their twitch it's live there you go a little insight and sneak peek at that a little, a little plug um which is interesting because if you had been following todd lasance or liam i i don't i don't know if you if you i don't know if liam actually published it though do you know what i mean um oh actually he did the 29th of april if you're bored during lockdown and want to watch me talk to Todd Lassance on mobile phone while I install a 90 gigabyte game. Now's the time. Uh, and, he, and he posted on it and he has hashtag get good. So yeah. he's been dropping he, hints for he did a while. plug it during that live stream on Thursday. He said, if you guys want, you can come watch us on Twitch as we try things out and kind of beta test. This is cool. This is very, very cool. Yeah, which is, which is so interesting like they hadn't even announced it and they were already testing it and stuff which is like mm. you would have had an inside knowledge if you were following them earlier Cut. yeah but then again <laughs> they, they probably weren't in, hinting at the fact that it was going to be like a yeah. retro replay property of yeah, any no, kind. not at all um so along with that they also hinted at a new show featuring a female lead so a retro replay with a female um which i'm sure Yay. pagan already has someone in mind who she'd like to see can you guess can can you guess Um, is it someone that we mentioned just recently while talking about the subject probably um i would guess the people we'd like to see come and be on the couch yeah yeah heck yeah because i feel like if 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 it's not claudia black playing lost legacy it should be PJ Andrew, the only if, that, if it's not that, then get on that eventually because that <laughs> would be gold. Claudia on the show was one of the best guests for me. I just thought she was so funny mm. and she riffed off the guys so well that she could handle her own. Obviously, she can handle her own anything, but like she can handle her own retro replay version um, of that. I mean, so definitely, good. it would be really cool to have Laura alongside her as well since Laura mm. was eighteen. So. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That I'd would be yeah, awesome. That'd be really interesting to watch, actually. And I'm sure, like, Claudia is uh, really good with not only the wit and the humor, but actually given the banter about the game itself, too. So I'm sure she could kind of, mm-hmm. like, fill that void of, like, not only is she being silly and making 
funny comments, but she could also be like, oh, I remember when we were on set that day doing the mocap for this scene and give yeah. us that little yeah. insight too. This, the insight that me and Pagan eat up that we love that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating <laughs> like hearing about sort of all these things that happen on set and like how they sort mm. of make the games that we just consume religiously. And like, yeah, as, as someone who has a film degree like it's always interesting to hear how they do that with video games especially the more narrative driven the more cinematic ones like mm-hmm. the uncharted games mm-hmm. it's fascinating i love it <laughs> yes. i love seeing all the behind the scenes stuff Pretty yeah cool. same mm. it just it opens your mind to what happened and how it's changed visually i saw some recent behind the scenes stuff from um resi 3 uh, when Jill, I think, first encounters Nemesis. I think it's her mm-hmm. Um And she just, like, um, they put up a small, very, very small clip of, like, the mocap versus, versus like, the real, what it, what it edited into. I love and just seeing insane. things like that. It's just ins- I love it. Like, from, from what it was, from taking that and, like, transforming it into gameplay and in-game story and in-game cutscene, it blows my mind artists Mm. just blow my mind i cannot understand how that process happens in anybody's brain so you are all amazing to the all the artists that are out there watching right now you are all freaking (laughs) incredible because i have no idea how you do that Mm. um but yeah that that stuff is so interesting to me as well because i'm like i wonder what it's like to be on a set to put on a mocap mm-hmm. to put on you know, like and to go you know what i'm gonna need in the near future is a documentary about how hellblade 2 was made i'm gonna Ooh, yes. i'm gonna need that yeah so if you're listening ninja yeah. theory you better yeah. be making a documentary <laughs> make it happen <laughs> they did a lot of documentary stuff for hellblade one and like i True. was fascinated by all of that especially the on-stage demos of the facial capture that they did with the yeah. actress mind-blowing stuff so i'm I can't wait to see what they're doing with the new technology that they're working with to make Hellblade 2. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah. I would completely agree. And because they made a documentary about Hellblade 1, I'm hoping that that's a strong possibility for the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if I it's think- not, um, sorry, going back to your original point about like it being a female-led show. Mm-hmm. If it is not Claudia Black and if it's not it be- Uncharted... Which I think we've already been hinted at that it was Uncharted. Not that, like, I mean, Emily could run the show too. Um, Amy could fucking run the show. Um, mm-hmm. But if it isn't that, is there somebody that you want to see on the couch um, that that it could be or mm. that you prefer to have something? In the female show or just in general? Or is, um, I'll throw it out in general. But, I, like, yeah, I was talking about, like, the female-led show. If there's somebody, if somebody mm. else that comes to mind that I might have because we've done that the last few episodes where we asked our guests as far as who they'd like to see on the couch with Nolan oh yeah with yeah with Nolan as guests yeah um that's Um, another really tough question I'm gonna Um, make a compilation of you guys going um hmm." it'll be very long (laughs) this is that's gonna be the preview it's just mm, listen you're making uh, us think a lot it's late uh, (laughs) um I don't know. Right, Anna? I'll, I'll I don't map. know. <laughs> okay, no so <laughs> I think, I like, <laughs> in terms of retro replay guests that are coming on that are like not female led show, um, 
I think like more of those kind of guests from the the the, the dev side would be super interesting because uh, I mm. really liked when um, we had Taylor Karasaki on and we had Amy Hennig and Leo Druckmann and stuff. And I just, I love all, like hearing all of that process as well from that side of things. Um, and obviously people like Matt Mercer, uh, Laura Bailey would be incredible to have on, on the show. Even just for, you know, one episode would be amazing. And yeah. I am so excited to have Liam on the couch with <laughs> Nolan. He has such a good dynamic when they were playing the Uncharted. I was like, this has to happen. Like, maybe it's not even just going to be once. Maybe it'll just be like a regular thing on and off. But like, oh, yeah, what a good dynamic. Super cool I can't dude. Wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. When they were doing the stream the other day, it was like they were bouncing off of each other. And I was just like, okay, this is already perfect. He's already yeah. a great fit for the show. Mm. So, yeah, agree. I'm all for I'm it. I'm, I'm on, still I'm really on the trying to think. Train. It's fine. <laughs> I'm still really trying to think of who else I'd want because there's so many great people that we've kind of talked about narrow it down (laughs) the other one I'd like to see on the show whether on the couch with Nolan or doing the female possible action would be Alison Hayslip oh yes Mm. yes that's a great show absolutely Mm -hmm. and especially for something uncharted centered because she was an uncharted nerd Mm -hmm. uh and she is great she was also one of the best guests that they've had there definitely loves it yeah Good shout. Yes. I'd actually Good love show. to see um, Ashley Johnson come back because it's yeah. really cool to hear all the last of the stories and stuff and see her play a little bit. Not very well, but <laughs> 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 it'd be cool to see her on the couch. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, th- Anything come to think, mind, Letitia? Um, I think just sort of, yeah, some other like voice actors in the industry would be very interesting to have as well because obviously like Nolan has been in basically like every game ever. Basically. Yeah, to sort of hear like some stories about like how other games have been made Um, would be fascinating. Just to sort of uh, see how things have changed over the years as well. Sorry, her name is. You gotta Google again. For some reason, (laughs) I have no idea why it escapes me right now, but you'll you'll know when I say. Uh, She's loading. Well, I suppose the um the de charts would be um interesting to have as well. Because, oh, Brian like, and Amelia. Yeah, because like obviously yeah. they yeah. they stream. Oh, they already well. had they do, Brian they on do there like, before, didn't they? He guess. Yeah, like it'd be he good was to like on have an episode them of the last of us, I think. Right. Yeah, like it'd be good to like have them back and to sort of have more of that dynamic. Like when they were all at MCM together, like they just mm-hmm. worked so well as a team. Like when they did their their live stage interview, they all sort of bounced off of each other. And that's mm-hmm. a really fun, like, dynamic that they had that I'd want to see more of. Yeah, that's a that is a that's a good one. Um, yeah. The Deckards are, are great. They're they did you are find very good you're together. For, I did. Gina Torres. Anybody know Gina Torres? Uh she's in Destiny. Oh. She's like okay. the like the voice. Oh, now I need to oh. Google Gina Torres. Gosh, who am I thinking of? That was <laughs> she's really the good. most. Who's the her actress? voice is just like. Who's the actress was that was suits? in The Last of Us that was really good when she guessed it on? Um, Meryl Dandridge. Meryl, yeah. Meryl would be great to have back on, actually. She's Meryl fantastic. was hilarious. So good. Uh, yeah, Gina was in uh, Destiny. I'll try and see if what her character name is because hmm. um, well, I haven't really played that game. While you're doing that, I was going to say I can segue that into the fact that Nolan also kind of hinted at doing a talk show, like a sit-down-and-chat conversational kind of mm-hmm. podcast setting like he was gonna just sit on his back 
porch there chatting with Liam where he wants to bring in voice actors and other friends of the industry. Um, talking about like Rob Paulson and John DiMaggio and oh my God, I will pay you guys all the money for that content to give us <laughs> yes. like a, a newer, better version of uh, Rob Paulson had his podcast. Tunes. He, yeah, exactly. And that's the first thought I had was like, this is like a new talking tunes, but oh my God, that would be phenomenal to have new conversations with nolan and just chatting with like big actors everybody. within the video game industry and whatnot and everything yeah everybody because this opens up to everybody like you say like your lowenthal um freaking like everybody jennifer hale tara strong the um, whole critical role cast Chris summer <laughs> yeah the whole critical role cast everybody mm. on there like this is interesting um yeah I'd be, I, yeah, I'm down for that content. I'll pay for it. I'm subscribed. Yeah, they yep, said they're definitely. still working <laughs> out the details of it, but he hinted at calling it like a night at Noli's or something. Yeah, like night that. at Noli's mm-hmm. or something, and they would like record like a Zoom chat together. That's a great idea. Yeah, I yeah. think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Random, but I'd really love to see Chris as a judge on that. Is that his name? The yes. Yeah. Kratos? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good shout, It'd Hannah. Be so interesting, like, and because he's from Stargate, which Claudia Black was also in as well. So, oh, that's awesome. My inner, inner nice. Sci-fi nerd, like screaming at that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. I, I love loved that. Stargate as a kid. So when I found out that Claudia Black was in Uncharted, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> my two worlds collide. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Every time we talk about Claudia Black, it makes me want to go back and watch um, God, the Vin Diesel movie she was in, like the first... Chron- like, Chronicles big... of Riddick. No, no, no. Before that, it was not Chronicles what? of Riddick. It was the original she was one. In, she was in Riddick, though. Um, God, the one that was before, it was Riddick. It was set before. It was like, the first introduction of Riddick as a Pitch character. Pitch Black. Pitch Black, that's it. Especially that's because it's called Pitch Black and her name is Claudia Black. <laughs> yeah, Pitch Black. That's what I meant. Uh, uh, yeah, what a great film, by the way. I yeah, really I enjoyed that, that film. Um, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I don't know if she's actually in the Chronicles of Riddick. Maybe she is, but that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Pitch Black. Yeah. And they're introducing Riddick as a character, and it's fantastic. And they're like, this guy could kill you with a paperclip or something, right? And he's got this like bad <laughs> reputation, and he ends up in like a prison cell with someone, and he's like, yeah, what are you going to do? And he has like this tin mug. And everyone's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, I don't care fantastic. what you think about Vin Diesel, but I love those movies." Hey, I, I really enjoyed those movies. I feel like the, it it got a bad rep, but I I really liked it. Pitch Black, I thought was a great like suspense horror movie. Like that was like before its time. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> we all tend sometimes. Gonna say, I think we've done quite a few of those already. <laughs> mm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Let's give a little shout out to Leaf Blower Larry as he made a special <laughs> yeah. appearance. On that Loved episode. all of that. All of the riffing live was just fantastic. <laughs> Stuff that just happened, like the upside Uncle down. Nolly or live. The, yeah, the yeah. Uncle Nolly Live. It's just all of that was such well you 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 couldn't write that stuff. It's yeah. such mm. good timing and it makes it brings out the comedian in both of them. Mm. And Nolan's ability to improv is just so immaculate. Like the role with the questions of like Uncharted Five, and he jokes about him just climbing around in his backyard. Yeah, where did he come up with that? And then like somebody asked him if he's circumcised, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna look for the rest (laughs) of my penis when I get to heaven." Like, yeah, thanks, Nolan. So great, (laughs) he's great. 
Yeah. It's, it's, is it weird that like my first thought was I want someone to make a Leaf Blower Larry game and just hand it to the guy with no Not context. That's probably no context. And he'd be like, what is somewhere. this? <laughs> game devs, get on it. <laughs> like, that's gonna that's the next be, big thing. It's going to have to be made by the studio that's making that power washer game that no one was talking yeah. about. <laughs> yes. I, honestly, I can see the gameplay and see how I, frustrating I see it is. Being you got to like do delete. the driveways or whatever. And just before you're finished, I reckon something's going to happen. And like a, a, wind, a gust of wind is going to come back. All the leaves are going to go. And you're like, fuck. And then you have to go back and do it. I see it. I see that gameplay in my head, man. I'm not creative, so I can't be like, oh, let me just make a game. <laughs> I just see it in here until someone makes it. Then I'm like, <sighs> we know some people on the uh, replayer community that they get on, get on that in dreams. Make the leaf blower, leaf blower Larry yes, game. Perfect. Make leaf blower Larry in dreams, please. Thank I, you. I will buy dreams just for that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, did anyone have any like honorable mentions or last minute shout outs for that episode they want to talk about? Um, Mm-hmm. not really <laughs> it's very it's so exciting about the about the repair contest i must say and i feel like if they need a hand in promoting it through our show we got you um but as if <laughs> <laughs> hey retro do you have a, do you have any trouble reaching out to the community uh no we have a show on youtube ah yes excellent mm. <laughs> that great. you do sir i'll uh i'll just i'll be over here <laughs> like, like I but think how that, exciting i think like that whole contest perfectly encapsulates like what retro replay is about mm-hmm. because like nolan and troy are so connected to the community anyway like mm-hmm. when you go to see them at events they talk to everyone it feels very personal you know they know so many of us by name now and yeah. it really sort of highlights that community spirit of things yeah. so i think something like that it wasn't like unexpected at all it was just sort of a more of an exciting moment like oh it's actually real it's happening kind of thing yeah like it does make me wonder (laughs) yeah I think it does make me wonder as well like how long they've been thinking about it and how long they've Mm -hmm. had it planned because for all we know they could have had this in their head for months but then again it could have also been something that they just came up with last week because they thought oh that (laughs) might be cool after all this corona stuff is gone yeah I get you um I think there's a lot of like new and exciting things for the show. And I think you're right that it totally reflects the kind of people they are by trying to get the mm. community involved and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think that's something innately within them. I think like it's in, it's in Nolan, it's probably in Drew, it's probably in PJ um, and it's definitely in Troy. Like we, we all know that they are part of uh, a community and they've always wanted from the get go to have a community more involved. Um, in that frame as well, we've just come off um, a beautiful week for Troy Baker um, after all these announcements and everything. And uh, we've had Breathe come out, which is an amazing community project that was just so incredible that the mm. lovely Hannah featured on. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, right. You guys um, wanted to talk about Breathe, right? Just We're just touching on it. Um, okay. It was a great project. Um, it was it was very nice. It was so nice to be involved mm-hmm. um, together as well, Hannah, because we did the little. I I had harmonized to your own video, which is so nice. Yeah, um, yeah, and that was like such a sweet thing for both of us then, and then for Troy to recognize it too, which was which was which is lovely. Um, and then coming off that whole community vibe thing from Breathe, that has like had ninety plus voices from all around the world from from this online community send in voices for that. It's beautiful. Um, 
Like, he is, so cool. yeah, right? <laughs> What'd you do during quarantine? On a Troy Baker song, no biggie. Um, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is like, he's now going to branch off into his own channel, which we've all known before. Uh, and he's trying to continue with that community theme as well. So I feel like the community here that felt a loss at Troy's absence for the show, I feel like you, you won't feel that because retro replay are actively so fond of the community and continually engaging with the community. And Troy will be doing the same over on his channel. So like, there's a lot of love from both entities and it'll be perfect. Yeah, well, I just thought like it's interesting how Troy's live streams now are going to be community, like community based as well online, and it looks like he may also in, um, be interested in live streaming some video games and gonna play music and do Q and A and advice sessions, and so it's all community focused as well. So I feel like just to like reiterate, it's your the community has not been at a loss for anything. The has community has changed. Troy but. given any insight as to what his future projects are? Um, he hasn't given a title or a launch date, but he says that he is going to do um, gameplay, um, mm. music, Q&As, and he wants it to be community focused. He also, I think he also mentioned briefly like about a podcast, but I don't know if that was an idea or some sort of style of video that he'd like to do. Um, and he doesn't want to interview like just famous guests. He wants to interview people, people that you don't know, but you want to hear their story. Like you should hear their story, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been keeping up with his Instagram um, yeah. videos that he's been doing, but that still, it's really cool to see what he's working on. I still look forward to see what kind of content he's going to start producing, especially yeah. if he's making mm-hmm. his own YouTube content, like he mm-hmm. had mentioned when he first, you know, stepped away from Russia replay. That's it. And I feel like he, he has a YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Troy Baker. He's mm-hmm. uploaded the video for breathe. Um, if anybody wants to go see it there, beautiful collaboration piece. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, so that that is already up there. So I would presume any future projects that he's going to be doing, even if they're under different like names, like for example, his Sunday streams are um, Stripes Off Radio. Um, mm. it, you know what I mean? Like even if they have little different names, they will be on that channel. Mm-hmm. I would presume that mm-hmm. seems to be the reason he created that channel. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it's kind of like a watch this space, but like hints, teasers have been thrown out in, in these live chats and. Uh, that's very exciting for the community as well in terms of that. Cool. Um, it's like, even though it was sad that he left Retro Replay, Retro Replay has so much coming up that we have to look so forward to. And Troy has a load of his own stuff too. So yeah. like the community is still there. We're still going to be there supporting the both of them, whether they're doing something together or not. So mm-hmm. there we go. Yes, it's like they've, they've not like stopped creating things. Like it's mm-hmm. opened up so many different doors for other new projects. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. right. We're gonna get so much more new content and multiple mm-hmm. avenues at this point. So it's like, yeah. can you really be a, all that upset about the fact that Troy is no longer on Retro Replay? Mm. And I feel like it, all of these new ideas, like Retro Replay and Red Bear, are just popping out ideas. They're like Night at Nolly's. Uh, Cooper and Nolan are gonna do a Star Wars show. Liam and Todd are gonna do a live show. There's gonna be a female-led show. Like they are gonna try and bang out content seven days a week. For, and they're for taking this. a lot of influence from us, the replayers in the community. Like they're yeah. asking for direct feedback and input as to what kind of content we want, what kind of perks mm-hmm. we want, what kind of rewards we want. And they're directly implementing pretty much everything we say to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like 
again, uh, going back to what Letitia said earlier, it's just a reflection of who they are as a channel to be so engaged with this community. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're interested in what they're putting out for their audience and they want to know, which is why they're on, they're active uh, on our Facebook pages and on, uh, on Twitter and they're tweeting mm-hmm. and they're liking repair content. And, you know, um, they've even asked you, like they don't have a name for Co- the Cooper Nolan set yet so they're asking you know tweet the name open suggestions they're taking suggestions and i feel like that's such a good thing because how awesome would that feel but if you know be like yeah 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 um so yeah put everything out there put anything and anything out there because even if it's not your name it could spark something for them because inevitably they could just say this is an unnamed thing for now and I'm within a day or two, the community will come up with something because they said it on the show. Like what have, is going to happen? I have to say, I have to <laughs> mention this now thinking about that notion of like the fact that when they started talking about get good with Liam and Troy or Troy, Nolan was like, did we vet this? Did we vet this name? And the first thought I had was like, we, uh, we, we say we, get good. We've been saying get good. since like the second episode of the podcast joking about like Pagan. me being uh, good and telling you to get good. <laughs> Yeah, because I suck. Um, yeah, everything. Um, but yeah, get good is a is a great one because anytime I'm doing something, someone's do. like, just get good. <laughs> yeah. Get good. yeah. It's, it's um, such a but common it's, like game of phrase as well. It is. Yeah, it's very common. It's such a great thing. Cause honestly, I'm I I'm not downplaying it. I'm terrible. Which is <laughs> funny in some ways. That's why people watch. Twitch or whatever like I'm just (laughs) terrible at it and then I panic and um but yeah like I think it's it it's a nice phrase to pop out there because it resonates with everybody pretty much in the gaming industry because even if you're a good at a game and you're introducing someone to it you're like I get good um just get good bro do you even lift you know (laughs) somebody said that in the live chat to Liam when he came on (laughs) Liam even lift He's all bulging That's and stuff. Like, Are you, you kidding? Know. Liam could probably lift a fucking house. Jesus. I need to ask him, Liam him what Anton. he does for his quarantine workout because damn, I'm struggling with it. On that note, there is a Spartacus workout, and I'll tell you this: you can do it with um, at-home stuff. Mm. Like you can you can do it with dumbbells or whatever, and you can do it at home because uh, Adam used to do it back in the day, like when 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 Spartacus kind of came out, like the original two series. Um, the, the first and the second one before Liam took over on the third um, because Spartacus wasn't in the second one. It's weird. It's like a prequel anyway. Um, but yeah, when they came out, they actually did like a little documentary and everything about their workout and then the workout was actually released and you could get an app and everything. So if you are actually interested, Dan, I could find it and send it to you. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere, but it's so good. Male or female. So good. Good Check it know. out. <laughs> just get good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably going to be wrapping up the show here in just a minute. Last chance to throw anything out there. If you guys had any other comments or mentions that you wanted to talk about from the show, give you one last chance to say it out there uh, before we wrap it up. I think I just want to say that it seems really good that Retro Replay now are giving a platform to other creators. So to like Liam and Todd and then to the female yeah all the females that they're going to bring in it's nice that retro replay is becoming a platform for other shows and not just like the stuff that they are doing like with the uncharted stuff and like typical retro replay episodes agreed yeah couldn't couldn't have said it better myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 
which is my polite way of saying I don't know what else to add. <laughs> yeah, we we concur. <laughs> we concur wholeheartedly with Hannah's aforementioned statement. <laughs> like, thank That's you. Perfect. <laughs> yes, I know. Me and Pagan especially are very excited for all the new opportunities that are coming for retro replay. Yeah. So, I think with that, it's a good time to close the show. Get you guys to tell us uh, where we can find you. If you have anything you want to share, anything you want to promote, this is your time to do it. Brag about yourself a little bit. So <laughs> take it away. God. Um, who's going first? I definitely. <laughs> Hannah, I'll, go ahead. I'll go first. I'll I'll start with talking. Okay. So <laughs> if you want, you can follow me on Twitter. That's at Hanmarade. H-A-N-M-A-I-R-E-A-D. have to make sure I'm spelling that right. And then Instagram, Hannah Marade. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> and Perfect. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well at Letitia the Lemon because I like puns of my name. <laughs> Alliteration. Yeah, exactly. So that's L-E-T-I-T-I-A-T-H-E-L-E-M-O-N. And you can also find me on Twitch at Letitia Lemon without the the that's a long story why that's not there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Basically I had that channel and then I lost the password and email address to it, so I had to make another one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Been there. Been there. I have another channel on Twitch somewhere that I'm like, that's just floating around somewhere because I forgot the password. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't have anything about channel. my name in it, so it's like, great. <laughs> I can still have it. <laughs> I had another Xbox screen name that's lost to the Xbox gods for Xbox. similar reasons, too. Xbox gods. <laughs> Um, have loads of random like numbers and then like x's and underscores in it oh you know what <laughs> yeah. it was they, i i reached out to xbox on it and they i was trying to recover that gamer tag because i wanted to have it as a backup still and they said that i needed to be able to access my email that i had originally associated with that account and i found out that email address was for an old like cable like the the company that handled my cable internet back then and it was oh. like an at them.com email and I reached out to the cable company and they said they completely dissolved all those email addresses. So oh. that doesn't exist anymore. That sucks wow. for you. But you can make another one with some other. But know, I want that name that app. I had though. Oh, is that just so, like lost to the universe now? You can never have that game, name tag anymore? Unless they recycled it. I don't, I don't think so. Worth a shot. Yeah, such a shame. <laughs> uh, but it's worth a anyway. shot. Like just do yeah. it and just like add a dot at the end or something. Be fine. <laughs> no one will ever notice exactly uh, yeah uh you can find me on Pagan. twitter at apple s2 or uh on um uh twitch and instagram at pagan underscore plays um yeah or just you know the usual it's in the show notes so click there. Right. <laughs> look there yeah. yep you can find me on most platforms at stark evil vash be it you know the instagram and twitch and whatnot but Twitter is a little different because it's silly. It's Stark Evash instead. Thank you. Uh-huh. You're, you're <laughs> welcome. Thank you. You can also find the Replayer Podcast at the Replayer Podcast on Twitter. That's right. We now have a Twitter where you can okay. talk to us and interact with us through Twitter. We're also yes. on Facebook if you would like to keep up with everything with the show there. So lastly, just wanted to throw out a quick little thank you, of course, to Drew, Nolan, and PJ, and Stephanie, and Paul. Paul. <laughs> Who else am I missing? We Everybody need to else on the show. <laughs> all the crew. Just all the, the Retro Replay crew and cast. 
all the crew everybody of replay we can add liam to that list i guess <laughs> liam todd all the norths just thank you all the norths, <laughs> all the norths. So, <laughs> without you guys of course we would not be here the retro replay podcast replayer podcast would not exist so just a personal thank you guys to us um we try to upload our show every wednesday look forward to us on there so lastly i just wanted to thank our guests today tiny hannah Letitia Lemon, thank you guys for being on the show and chatting <laughs> with us. Thank you guys. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and with that, it's game over. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.